BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet here, and uh, on this episode I have with me Hazel Anna from Summit to Swamp. How are you doing, Hazel Anna? Great. Hi, Mike. Good. And then we have Kuehl from, oh gosh, I forgot the name. It's the, five, yeah, you tell me again. Three Elements. Three Elements. Sorry. I, I literally, I, I planned my morning horribly. I finished like a five mile uh, battle miles with 50 burpees run like 10 minutes ago, took a quick shower and then ran over here and turned on the computer. So my brain is still, yeah. It's all <laughs> good, going, man. So. I'm just excited. I, I mean, I know it sounds bad to brag about myself, but I did five miles with 50 burpees in an hour. So I, I six months ago, I couldn't have done 50 burpees in an hour. So I'm, I'm happy with myself at the moment. So, so how are you both doing? Great. Yeah, good. How is the, the life and the, 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 well, I don't know, COVID doing for you guys? I mean, it's been, I, I, people have been doing different things. Um, I got lucky and I can still work, but I can still exercise a lot. So I've dropped 60 pounds, but I have other friends who gained 40. I mean, it's just kind of everyone has their own way of dealing with this. How have you guys been doing? Well, with it? Our, our life hasn't really changed. I mean, we stay home a little bit more, but the cows still need fed and the fences still need fixed. And my job is still functioning. So that's good. I've, we haven't done much different. The kids homeschooled for a while. That seemed to be most people's biggest issue. I mean, my my youngest graduated this year, so this was his his final year, and he graduated. And he had he had a lot of issues with the online. It's just something. Yeah. It's really hard to get a teenager to focus on doing schoolwork when they have all this other stuff around them to do. It's like, why would I do yeah. schoolwork? I have video games. I mean, we literally like eventually had to like just take the games out of his room. So it's like, okay, you've got to, you know, focus so you can at least graduate. <laughs> so yeah. how about you, Kuehl? How How have you been doing through all this stuff? Well, I mean, uh, it's, we have three three companies that all focus on endurance or some type of uh, um, leadership and teamwork. And we've had to shut them all down since uh, March. So it's yeah. uh, it's been kind of a push. But uh um, it's been, you know, cancellation left, right and center from uh, one event to another because uh, we had a whole uh, calendar lined up of uh, yeah. roughly 30 events that we were supposed to get get completed in 2020. And we haven't been able to do any of them. So it's uh, it's kind of been a tough stretch. But, hey, you know what? I mean, uh, the wife is still working. I'm still, you know, working because we have a personal training company as well. So mm-hmm. it's just been, you know, just kind of keeping busy as much as we can. Yeah. I can understand that. Like I said, I think the last time we talked, you were, you know, we were talking about all the events that you had coming up this year. So it's been, it's been really interesting to watch some of the companies. I've seen a lot of them go for the, the, the more virtual, you know, options, which for me, I've actually liked those in a way because it kind of gave me a chance to, it gave me something to push for, you know, but you know, and helped me out a little bit to, to really get me motivated to get out of the house. But I mean, I still, I miss the, the in-person the, the seeing everyone to, to have somebody right there saying, come on, do this, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we started uh, rolling a couple of virtual events out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody's really seen them, but you know, we've, we've had a, a pretty good turnout on a few of them. 
Um, I, I've, I don't like virtual events, though. I mean, to be completely honest. And the reason why I don't like them is, uh, or most of them, is because there's really no accountability to it. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, uh, to me, every time I've looked at it, at most of the virtual events, it's like pay money, get a get uh, get a medal or a shirt. And that's about it. There's nobody there to kind of like hold you accountable to to earn whatever you're getting. No. You know? I, um, and I agree. So, yeah. And so uh, the one of the things that we were doing was because uh, I was partnering up with Cookie with the, the last couple of them mm-hmm. is um, is making sure that we're doing accountability uh, with uh, uploads, videos, you know, uh, photos, medias, um, things that uh, kind of hold people a little bit more to the honor code and the honor system. Um, so that, you know, when we do, when we do send out, you know, their patch or their shirt or, you know, patch and shirt or whatnot, that they've actually earned what, what we sent out. Um, but I can tell you that it's, uh, five times more work than I actually expected it to be initially. So. Oh, I bet. uh, And that has been the one thing is that there's been, I've wanted that. And that's why I've had a few people be like, oh, you know, I'm going to try and win on it. It's like, you can't really, the virtual races, it's one of those accountability. I've seen too many where people are like, oh yeah, I did a, a. you know, half marathon in 35 minutes. Yeah, sure you did. But, (laughs) you know, and some of those, it's like, you know, today, I mean, for me, like I said, when I, right before this started, I did the, you know, five miles with 50 burpees. And I mean, it's one of those, I, the way I did the battle miles, I bought like the entire, all 12 of them and they sit in a bag. And until I actually finish it myself and I hold myself accountable, I don't, I won't even open and take them out of the bag. So it's kind of one of those and that, but I get that where people could have just, I could have just bought them, hung them all up and say, Hey, look what I did. You know, yeah. but for me, I'm just, for me, I have to hold myself accountable. So I know the people on the trail today thought I was nuts because every mile I would stop and do 10 burpees and then <laughs> start going again. So it's like, you know, I had my headphones in and it's hooked to my phone. And every time it said, you know, you're at mile one. All right, stop right here in the middle of the trail, do 10 burpees and start running again. So yeah. it's. Yeah, I think that, well, the virtual endurance events, um, when I look at them and just, you know, it, it, they, they become a little bit more difficult to complete. And, and what I mean by that is because um, when you're by yourself, you have to be able to inspire yourself. Yes. You have to be able to commit yourself and you have to be able to motivate yourself to get everything done the way that they're supposed to get done. So it really is a test of personal integrity, you know, um, it is. And, and that's something where you, you don't have to rely on that as much if you have somebody standing over you telling you what to do because you have directions and you have this motivation coming at you from the external source. Whereas the virtual events have, you know, if you have no accountability, then it ha- ends up having to be an internal driven, you know, motivation to complete things as, the, as, they're, as they're supposed to be completed. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, no, I, I agree. you know, I, I would rather, I would rather do live events than virtual. Oh, really. I, I, I mean, a hundred times I would rather do the live events. Um, luckily I've got people around me, like, you know, for the BeastNet crew, we have Dawn and a few others and we throw to events together, you know, where, you yeah. know, we social distance. We really, really, yeah, we do. But, uh, you know, and we, we go out and we'll, we'll do them together so we hold each other accountable. And that was kind of one of those things. We got them together and it's like, okay, we're going to hold each other. Like, what, yesterday we did the 10, 10K and the 5K where you had to wear, you know, a 20-pound vest and do it. You know, and we made sure the other one had vest and we kept track of each other. And it was one of those, our GPSs were off. So we're like, okay, whoever has the, the lowest number, we're going to go to you, go till you're done. So it was kind of, you know, so we hold each other accountable. And I mean, that's, that's where I've gotten lucky. I've been really lucky in this, that I've had people to hold me accountable along with just besides just me. So, yeah. 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 So what, do you have any more virtuals coming up or are you, I know you just said you're not big on them, but I mean, it's, you said you've done a couple. 
Yeah, we've done uh, several. We've got a couple of them uh, coming up. The the next one's going to be with Firefighter Fit Endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to start in August. It's a, uh, uh, it's one week. It takes one full week and, um, everything is, uh, each, each, uh, challenge because it's basically a series of challenges, virtual challenges. And each challenge is, is based off of one of the positions that we have on the fire crews. So yeah. you have a workout called the Sawyer, which is the guy with the chainsaw, a workout called the Swamper, uh, a workout called lead P workout called back end scraper, you know, I mean, the, and so all of these positions um, they, they, uh, they have different demands, um, mm-hmm. especially on, on the, on the line, uh, all of these different positions are different jobs and each job has a different demand, um, and what you're supposed to do. And so the exercises that are in these specific workouts focus on that particular positions, uh, muscular demands. Okay. So you're going to, you're going to get burnt out, you know, it, it, like a swamper will or Sawyer or the lead P or the scraper. Um, so yeah, we got that coming up, and that's going to benefit the Wildland Firefighter Foundation. So you know, the proceeds basically go go to them, uh, just because we're trying to generate enough money for them. Um, it, and I'm not sure if anybody, if you guys know who the Wildland Firefighter Foundation is, um, but I don't. But I mean, you know, I'm sure there's other listeners that don't. So yeah, let us know what what is that. Okay, so um, the Wildland Firefighter Foundation is a nonprofit organization that um, helps the families. Uh, of fallen firefighters and injured firefighters. So that type of help is generally in the form of uh, like financial assistance, uh, giving them hotel rooms, paying medical bills, paying, you know, doctor's visits, paying regular bills, rent, getting travel. Um, So they really look out for the families of, you know, our fallen brothers and sisters on the line. Uh, So it's a great cause. It's one of the only causes that really looks after wildland firefighters because we generally don't have um, a, a lot of organizations that look out for us. Uh, and so anytime that we can, you know, we can help out the Wildland Firefighter Foundation with donations and stuff, you know, that's absolutely what we're going to do. Plus they're based up in R6, which is, uh, well, actually they're based in Idaho. So. I know. Um, send me a link to that and I'll make sure that we put that on the, you know, we, as BeastNet, we'll share that and make sure that people, you know, get direct people there. Cause that's an amazing, you know, it's okay, an amazing yeah. organization to help. So, I mean, those are definitely the wildfire, wildman, yeah, firefighters are ones that we definitely want to to help because I mean we we're all affected by wildfires around here. This year has actually been less than most, but I mean you still have what I think Arizona right now is still yeah uh, Arizona bad. Going. You guys, uh, you guys won't start getting a lot of action until a little later, yep. maybe another like three weeks or so, um, yep. and then you guys uh, generally run into like October, November because uh, I've been up there in October fighting fire and it's it's interesting to fight fire while it's still snowing so yeah no, I'm sure <laughs> and I mean that's the one thing is up here is I mean a lot of people it may not that be that we're affected immediately by it because you know we may not be out living in that wilderness where we're gonna have issues like that but we still get the I mean the pollution uh, you know, the smoke. I mean, there's been a couple of years where, I mean, I've dealt with asthma for years and where I could barely walk outside and breathe. So, because it was so smoky in the Seattle area. So, so yeah, so that's definitely something. And I mean, it's a dangerous job. It really is. So they were, they're putting their lives on the line to go out there and try and save, you know, us from the fires raging through. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll definitely, you know, help support you on that. Okay. Awesome. So, Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so tell us a little bit about your guys' event coming up. It's August 26th and 23rd, right? 22nd, 23rd. 22nd, yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, August 22nd, 23rd. Um, uh, Hazel Ann, if you want to take the stage and let them know about Summit the Swamp first. Well, we actually were not going to, we were just going to um, not do Summit to Swamp this year. And then um, Kuehl said, well, why don't you just tag on in front of three elements since we're already scheduled. And so um, that was very gracious of him to do that. And then this way it will allow um, one more avenue for the Sagittas series and the race local series and the um, Northwest team tournament. Mm -hmm. So um, all of those people will have an, another opportunity to qualify in their series and get points. And so um, we're going to keep the course at five or extend it to five miles. It was supposed to be extended to five miles last year was, <clears throat> excuse me, like 3.1 or something like that. So we're going to go to five miles and um, only run the jackpot race and then in a couple hours for an open race. And we decided this year because of all this stuff and different hardships that others have gone through with losing, being out of work and losing revenue and all this, we're just going to do the open part for free and the jackpot. All they'll have to put in is their um, entry into the jackpot for the, for the return. So um, not really sure how that's all going to work, but I know it will work. So we're anyway, we're just inviting everybody to come up and, or come up or come down or come across or wherever you're coming from and um, just enjoy the area, have a chance to relax and have fun and kind of put the COVID thing away for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to, to an event with people. So that, that'll be nice. My biggest problem I'm trying to figure out right now is uh, my wife keeps looking at me going, we get the keys to the new house on the 13th. And then you want to go leave for an entire day on the 22nd. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> so, so that, that's the, the argument I'm having right now with, you know, with, with the wife is she's like, um, literally that's the first week where we can move. I'm like, yeah, but we plan to have both residences for three months or for three weeks. So we got time. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, she can come <laughs> yeah. to you. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was one thing, like when I heard the data, I'm like, oh, it's going to be really close to the new house, but we'll, I'll make it work. So, so yeah. any help you need from anyone at BeastNet, any of us, let me or Don know and we'll, we're here for you. So we'll do whatever we can. Well, we are planning to have, um, um, my son graduates in July, July 25th. They moved mm -hmm. it back so that we could have an open graduation. And so I'm not really planning to do anything on on the trails and the course until then but every weekend in august up to the event and then um i'm open tuesday wednesday thursday for anybody who might want to come during the week where weekends don't work out and there will be plenty to do so um all my info is on summit swamp.com my cell number and everything so you email contact me and we'll be glad to have anybody who wants to come up help out oh yeah like i said any help you you need us uh, we'll, we'll figure something out we can get a group together and probably go down one weekend so we've been trying to get people together doing workouts every weekend you know just to keep people motivated uh mainly mm -hmm. to keep me mainly to keep me motivated <laughs> but <laughs> it's kind of a selfish reason but i mean if i can get more people to come out with us and have some fun it'll be good so it's right. been a 
like I said, I've been lucky in this where I've had my gym that I built my yard and all this other stuff. So I've, I know not everybody's got that, that same option, but, but yeah, I'll see what I can. I'll talk to Don and we'll see if we can get some people together. Maybe one week and come down there and help out. So, okay. Yeah. So, and then what kind of, is it going to be kind of the same kind of obstacles as last year? I mean, have you added anything or, or how we, are we at, well, are we going we're that? extending. So, um, I'm assuming I haven't talked to him for a few weeks, but I'm assuming Lorenzo will come back up and um, we'll, we had a pretty good plan for, um, for the route. We got the route planned out and that is on the website. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be putting in some, just a lot of natural obstacles and hopefully there's a few that I didn't get built last year that we can put in. So a few new things, but a lot of the same ones. Different, um, different direction on the course. Um, there will be there will be a, a good long stretch at the beginning to get everybody spread out, so that we because we only have single track. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of our obstacles are are not where you can do a double track. So we planned a section where we can get everybody spread out so we don't have any wait times at the obstacles. So that's cool. Just trying to work with what we have. That's awesome. I'll be good. Yeah. Lorenzo's a good guy. He he, he knows his stuff. I think if he's out there helping yeah. out, I think it's going to be pretty cool. So right on. All right. And then Kuehl, how is your, you've got a, a the event right after. Is it yours going to happen right after or how is that going to work? Uh, so um, uh, we it's actually going to happen at the same time. It's called the PNW. Okay. It's gonna it's called the PNW twelve. Um, and so um, the we'll, we'll start around the same time that Summit to Swamp starts. Um, but it, we are, are are an absolute endurance event. Um, there's going to be uh, some OCR to it, but this one's going to be straight twelve hours of endurance. Um, it's going to be probably three or four different stations. Uh, they're going to get a taste of uh, three or four different types of styles of endurance. Um, they everybody will you know get you know put into arbitrary teams, and then from there um, uh, things get split up, and we do the breakouts. And um, so the format is uh, I don't want to give away too much of the format, but um, anybody who's done any of the events that I used to do uh, with Spartan Endurance, you guys know what my round uh, what the round robin or the carousel is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to give you. Uh, three different types of flavors of uh, of absolute misery and pain, um, <laughs> but but it, it'll be you know in a fun type of way though you know like we usually do it. Yeah. Um, but there very much is, uh, it, and you have to remember that I've had up to this point I've had almost six months of lockdown with nothing but you know me being trapped in the house with my own you know evil little brain. So that's scary. Um, yeah. So a lot of the things that I'm a part that that I'm programming. Uh, for the event, they're all new. They're all things that you know that you you aren't seeing because I didn't create them yet, but they're created now. So this is going to give everybody a really unique feel of uh, of what I feel is going to be an, another elevation of endurance, um, especially with like the short short uh, short duration events like the twelve hour stuff. Um, but uh, we're uh, we're gonna do, we're we're doing a couple of things that are kind of uh, individual to our our company. Um, and one is, uh, instead of a, uh, safety, uh, safety, uh, vest, like most people have is everybody's going to have one of those safety orange hats that I used to wear. So, um, 
anybody who finishes who's able to finish will you know they'll they'll receive a patch they'll receive a shirt and then there's a special little thing that they're going to create for themselves uh throughout the event that they'll be able to keep um but they have to be able to reach all the way to the end to be able to make this special thing for themselves um so it'll be a, a little commemorative memento that uh, we hope that uh you know, they're able to look at and, you know, flip off, you know, you know, three, five, 10 years down the road. Yeah. I know what you mean by that, actually. So <laughs> I get the whole flip it off thing. So, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, because that's the one thing is I was talking to someone the other day about the fact because I've got a wall full of medals from, you know, I started doing races. I didn't start doing OCR until 2015, but I've been doing races since 2010. So I've got a wall. And then it's like one of those things that I really thought about. I'm like, I couldn't point at one of those medals and tell you what any of it means. But yeah. I can tell you almost every single one of those races that I've done, a memory that I have. And that's one thing that's really cool with like, you know, making them, making your own thing. It's something to remember, you know what it is. So it's not yeah. just the same medal that everybody else was handed at the end of the race. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and the, the other thing is just um, uh, as we started to take a look at, the pandemic, and as we started to take a look at kind of uh, some of the, the the political landscape that we've been kind of going through, and the um, economic landscape that that we're kind of enduring right now, is uh, the three elements as a company, and firefighter fit endurance as a company. We started looking for alternate uh, uh, alternate awards besides medals, and and the reason why is because I don't know if a lot of people know the cost of, of running an obstacle course, but but medals aren't cheap. When yeah. you're not a when you're not a large company and you're not an international carbon company, metals are not cheap, um, which is the reason why you know smaller companies always want you to to register further out because that way they can get an accurate count because you know any type of extra metals is a is an absolute waste of money you know yeah. specifically if it's for an individual event and so as as companies you know um, my wife and I were discussing. Uh, the metal situation, and it's just something that we can't we can't justify providing our funds to um, a company that's not based in the United States at this time. Um, we really want to buy American. Uh, we want to be able to support our American products. Uh, the The drawback to to having the American products is that the the price per unit um, is generally two to three, sometimes five times more than what you can get, you know, from a cheaper manufacturer over in China or you know other other manufacturing companies. So um, until we can figure out uh, the best cost-effective method to be able to uh, support American-made metals, you know, we're going to be going alternate methods of, uh, of awards. Um, if that means, you know, fun little mementos that, you know, that, that we have in mind um, or, you know, other types of materials and stuff like that, then that's what we're going to do. Right. But that's just us. You know, that was just well, the that we made. Like I said, I, I think that's an amazing idea because it's like I said, my biggest thing right now is like I said, I can see from here my metal wall and it's like, okay, it's just, it's kind of come to a thing. I do a race and then I just grab, take the metal and throw it up on the wall with the rest of them. And it's like, okay, cool. Yay. There's another one in the pile. But I think if you had something that's different, you know, it's like, you know, there's a couple of races out there, the headbands, that was something different. You know, I can see that from here and be like, oh, that's, I got that here. And I, that was from here. I mean, it's something that's just a little bit off. You know, I've seen yeah. some that for like metals, one of the races I did once had like a little rubber tire was their metal. That was well, on like a, a piece of twine. Yeah. Well, like uh, next yeah. year, uh, next year for Sagita, it's, it's going to be a voodoo doll with pins that have, that are specifically <laughs> to the events that you do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, and that's just, like I said, I, I think, I think a lot of people get burned out on the metals. Yeah. I mean, it's the metals. It's like, okay, cool. We'll be, you know, every year they change it a little bit, but it's like, you know, 
you do the same race every year. It's like, Ooh, I got a, I got the same metal with a little bit of a variation to make it a little different. Yeah. You know? So yeah, we figured, I figured a voodoo doll and then pins with, you know, specific events, you know, that way, you know, you have a voodoo doll that you can actually, you know, you just stab. So is the voodoo doll of you. Yeah. I mean, is, is the voodoo doll you? Okay. I just want to make sure. Well, yeah, I can, I can, I can do it my likeness, but you know, I don't know if I want to wake up every morning with, you know, head pain because I've got several hundred people poking my head. I say, because I've been on races where, you know, you know, races or endurance events where, you know, the person running it. And by the end of it, you're cursing them the whole time, but you still, you know, I mean, you know, the events that you used to do, like Dingo was the one that I always had Dingo and Dingo, I, I cursed him every time afterwards, but I still, to this day, will say what an amazing, he changed me in a lot of ways from the events I did with him because he was just, you know, the way he did things. And, you know, I unfortunately never was able to do an event with you. Uh, I always ended up with Dingo. <laughs> But I mean, you can, you, you remember, you know, in these kind of events, what, how that person changed you, you know? Well, we are, well, yeah. And and a good event that basically is, uh, provides a purpose to your pain, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or your pain has a purpose, you know, and then there's an end result to the efforts that you have put in, uh, that it actually means something, you know, and those those are the good, you know, the good events are going to be the ones where, you know, you think about it afterwards or, you know, Mm -hmm. you get introspective or there's things that, that you'll be two, three weeks down the road and then something will suddenly click as you're, you know, thinking about, you know, the, the tough challenge you're facing right now, but you're, you, you know, you're able to overcome it because you did something tougher, you know, three yep. weeks ago and then something clicks and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's when you know that you've had a really good event. So, mm-hmm. And it's one of those things I think it pushes you guys. And I mean, I, like I said, I haven't done with you, but I've heard many stories of your events and it sounds like, you know, in a lot of ways you, you know, you, and uh, like I said, my experience was always with Dingo knew how to push right to that, that edge. And you could almost like take the individual knew where that edge was to push them to it. And then a little bit farther, but not enough to break them, but just enough to change them, to remold them. And I, and that was kind of the one thing is I, one of the things that I've always had at one of the events I did was I hate the dunk wall. I've hated the dunk wall my entire life. I don't like putting my head underwater. Um, especially water I can't see into. If I can see into it, if it's clear, I'm fine. But if it's mud, I can't, I just, my, it's the worst thing for me. And the one event that I did, it was, I had to, there was a double dunk wall and we had to go under it while the rest of the team was all doing planks. And it was one of the very few times I literally never thought about it. Just went straight under because I knew the rest of my team was suffering until I finished. So it was kind of, you know, and it, it's doing things like that changes your mindset. And that's yeah. one of the things that I've always just loved about those kind of events. Well, you know, um, August 22nd is a really good opportunity for you to do one of my events. Just saying, and, man. I, I know. I'm, I'm really, like I said, I'm thinking about it. My biggest thing is, like I said, right now, me and the, the, the wife are arguing on whether or not, um, yeah, I, I can take a, a day off in the middle of moving. So <laughs> I, can, I, can guarantee, I can guarantee your wife that if you're going through the PNW 12, that is not going to be considered a quote unquote day off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. it won't be a day <laughs> off, but, but I mean, I, I, you know, I wouldn't yeah. be helping her with the yeah. moving. So, yeah. and that's kind of the, which I keep saying, like I said, I, we, we planned for three weeks of having both residents. So we weren't rushing in a weekend because yeah. I know when we moved into this house it was pretty much, we had three days from the day we could move out of the, we had to be out of the other one and we had access to this one. So it was like a yeah. three day window and this one we, we made sure we had more time. So. Yeah. So, so uh, one of the other things about the event, and I just kind of wanted to cover it because I know some people mm-hmm. were, uh, you know, talk about parking and you know, talk, and other logistical concerns. Um, I know that uh, Hazel Land is going to be taking care of parking 
Um, but she's been gracious enough to say that uh, you know, she's allowing um, camping for all PNW 12 uh, participants as well as uh, volunteers for Summit the Swamp. So, you know, if you want to save, uh, you know, a couple of uh, dollars and, you know, be able to camp, camp out, you know, um, they, they just need to contact her to let the, you know, let her know what the situation is. So, she, you know, which is awesome. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, uh, especially during, you know, the, the time where, you know, you know, there's limit a limitation on funds and everything else like that. So anytime you can kind of, you know, save a few bucks here and there, that's, you know, a really ideal situation. Yeah. Um, and it's the other thing is the reason why if you take a look at the pricing on our website, which is 3LMNZ.com, um, you'll notice that everything is about 60 to 80% off on the ticket prices. Um, just because we're, I haven't, you know, we haven't made enough money during the pandemic. Um, I've made $0 during the pandemic, so I can't really, I don't have much of a cushion to lose money on, on an event. But what I can do is I can make it as affordable as possible. Yeah. Um, and while still being able to ensure that, you know, the, uh, our companies are still uh, solvent enough to, you know, operate another event at some point in time as well. So um, we, anybody who's known me that knows that I'm not, I, I, I absolutely don't try and push pricing to the very limit, you know, of pricing. I'm really affordable. We're really thoughtful on that. So, you know, again, we've been trying to be real thoughtful about the pricing. Um, the other thing that, you know, uh, that when people see, we'll see there's a gear plus option. And I trans transferred that idea from firefighter fit endurance to three elements. And what the gear plus op option is, is basically for an additional fee. Um, all you do is basically bring your ruck and your water and your food, and we're going to have the rest of your gear for you. And it'll be waiting for you to check in and, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll manage it and take care of it for you at the end of the event. If you want to keep it and, and, you know, if you want to keep it, you know, we can ship it. If you don't want to keep it, then, you know, we'll, we'll dispose of it. But, you know, like I said, it, it's for, it was specifically designed for people who, who fly. Yeah. Um, because TSA, sometimes they, they don't particularly want you to have like flares and knives and, you know, that type of no, stuff. But why not? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just total, <laughs> totally weird that, the, you know, that they have a problem with it. But we figured hey, there's a lot of gear list items where TSA is going to say, no, you can't have it. You can't have it. You can't travel with it. So then you got to, you have to arrive at your, at your destination and then scramble to get all of your gear. So if basically for the same price that's going to cost you to scramble around to get all your gear, we scramble around for you to get your gear. So, And I've heard of a lot of people having those issues on different events where all of a sudden it's like, okay, uh, I'm going to land and I've got four hours from the time I land till the event happens and I need to find out where do I get all of this. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and we're two hours from the airport, so yeah. that would be a mess. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, that's a, that's an amazing option. That's awesome. It's it really it, the one thing I like, you know, talking with you and listening to everything you talk about is you've taken all the things that seems like people have had as excuses and problems and issues in the past and said, hey, here's our solution to make this as easy as possible for you and to take away all your excuses. <laughs> so, yep. which is awesome, though. So. Yeah, if I can make it easier for you to say yes, it's more it's more difficult for you to say no. Yes, so exactly. So that's awesome. So I, I'm I'm definitely looking for. Like I said, I've got to I got to fight with the wife a little bit more on this, but I'm <laughs> hoping that I can at least be out there for something on the you know the, during that weekend. It's just a matter of like I said, it's one of those. She's like, really, we're gonna the the we, first weekend that we have the keys to the new house, and I'm like, eh, you know, because because the one thing is we got to pay. One of the one of the bathrooms is purple. Oh, okay. So, I mean, we've got to paint. 
No. Like, well, tell when, her if she wants to come play for the weekend, I'll come up and help her paint. All right. Yeah. So that was like the first thing when we bought the house. I'm like, that bathroom's got to go. That's yeah. it's like bright purple. I'm like, no. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's a whole bunch of you know. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm planning on trying to get down there. If I'm not, I, I think. I think Dawn's trying to. A couple of us are trying to get down there. So I'm hoping okay. to, to be out there because I've been really looking forward to an event because not to sound bad, but for the first time in like six years, I'm under 220. So oh, nice. I, I want to, you know, get out there. And, you know, yeah. yeah, that's the, I like I said, I've been lucky in this pandem- pandemic where my work has a lot of my teaching has moved to Zoom meetings because I'm construction safety. So when I do a lot of teaching and construction safety, so a lot of that's moved to Zoom meetings. So in between meetings, I don't have travel. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to go to the park right across my sh- the street that's got like a nice, you know, three-mile loop on it yeah. and go run. <laughs> so I've been doing that a lot. And then I've been like right now, my I'm eating lunch. It's pineapples. So yeah, yeah I've been just well, trying to eat healthy and everything. Yeah. So um, for the people that don't want to do 12 hours of, you know, insanity, um, yeah. It depending, and this is going to be completely dependent upon um, interest and registrations. Is that we have a an event on Sunday at Summit the Swamp on the twenty third that we call Active Recovery, and what that is, it's just going to be a very short four to five hour program, endurance mm-hmm. program, um, and it's it's going to be um, it'll just be a shortened version of the twelve hour uh, twelve hour that we've done the night before. Um, but we're going to condense it. So it'll be a little bit intense, but it'll also be a little easier in some respects for those people that don't want to uh, commit themselves to 12 hours. So, but that'll be completely dependent. uh, That'll be completely dependent upon interest and whether or not we have people that are going to, you know, that want to register and sign up for it. Okay. Yeah. uh, That one, I might, that might make it easier for me to convince the wife. I'm only gone for four to five hours. So, yeah. You know, and the four to five hours, it's probably going to be four or five hours of hell, but it's four or five hours of hell that I'll, I'll, I'll remember fondly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you condense things, you know, so I'm just yeah. need, to, need to make it more intense in a shorter period of time. Well, it's one of those things. I mean, it's pretty much most of my friends have gotten tired of like every once in a while I keep posting on Facebook when I do something like this was the worst decision ever. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to do this next weekend. And they're like, that's worse than what you just said was the worst decision ever. I'm like, yeah, I made another one. Yeah. So, yeah, so you kind of get used to them. So, <laughs> yeah, you find yourself kind of going down a rabbit hole of worst decisions ever. Yes. Almost yeah. like you're trying to find the actual worst decision you have ever made. That's you know? pretty much it. That's where I'm at. I mean, I, I you know, if you would have asked me five years ago, I would have said I was doing Montana Beast, um, the Founders Beast for my first ever race. But yeah. now it's like, you know, last what May, we did 31 miles in a day and then did a bunch of exercises afterwards. And now this next weekend, we're doing. 50 miles in 12 hours. So, yeah. which will be interesting. That always sounds like a fun time. It does. It does. I, I told myself this month I'd do 175 miles and about 50 of those I'm all doing in one day. So I did 150 miles last month of running and I only count running. I don't count just my steps during the day. I only count if I physically go out and run. And I did 150 last month, but like the last four days I had to do 45 miles to make that 150 because my planning was horrible. So, yeah. So this month I'm trying to do, but there's an event right in the middle that's 50 miles. So I'm like, okay, that should make it easier to hit the 175. But yeah, well, it's it's the planning, it's it's the preparation. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, and and like uh, the the last uh, firefighter fit virtual event we had called the Tyson Challenge. Um, that was 
that was a lesson in uh, being able to break down something that you think is impossible into smaller pieces. So that's pretty yeah. much what you're doing. So, um, because it was it, it was a ridiculous amount of reps of everything for six days. And uh, we had people that were struggling to, to try and figure out how to get all these reps, particularly 2,000, 2000 sit-ups a day uh, for oh. six days, you know. So 500, you know, push-ups, 500 dips. My stomach hurts um, thinking about that. Yeah, 500 <laughs> lunges, 500 Bulgarian split squats, 500 shrugs, 2,000 uh, sit-ups. That was a day for six days. Um, and so, you know, it's like you look at these numbers going, this, this is going to be absolutely impossible. But then, you know, when you take a look at the numbers, but then start to break it down into more manageable pieces, mm-hmm. then you begin to find out that, hey, it's really not impossible. It's just no. difficult. So. Yeah. And that was kind of us when we did the 31 miles uh, in May was the way we've done it is we figured out a perfect five mile loop from my house and back to my house. So we go out and we'll do five mile loops and then keep coming back to the house. And then we stop at the house. We, we you know grab any more food or water or whatever we need and take a, you know, a quick bathroom break or whatever we need for that, you know, quick, you know, whatever. And we give ourselves a, like a five minute time limit at the house. And then we go back out and do another loop. So it's kind of breaking it down into the loops. And then it's like, Oh, we only have three more loops left, you know, not thinking yeah. 15 miles, but it was just three more loops. So yeah. it really, it worked out pretty good. I mean, it was, it was horrible because it was rain and it was thunder and lightning, but we're like, whatever, we're doing this. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, the, the mental gymnastics that you do is that uh, mm-hmm. self-motivation. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. So, all right on. Well, do either one of you have anything else that you, you wanted to, to mention to the listeners about the, the sh- you know, the events coming up or any other events that you have? Or Well, this might be a little fun, and I've, I've never done the YouTube thing before, but um, I put a channel up called The Making of Summit to Swamp. Oh. And so as soon as we start going back, out on the trail and getting things working on cleaning things and stuff. I'm going to try to post some videos on that and just so people can follow along and see what's coming just for fun. That sounds good. That sounds awesome. I mean, and yeah, I definitely want to get down there and help out a little bit. I can break out the machete that I have for like six years. It's still in the packaging, but <laughs> <laughs> I got it cause I needed it for something and then just never used it. And the other day we were cleaning out closet, getting ready to move. And I'm like, Hey, here's that machete I bought. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So anything Um, else you got, Kiel? Yeah, I got We got a couple events coming up, uh, a couple of virtual events coming through uh, Firefighter Fit Endurance and one from uh, Three Elements. Um, Cookie and I are actually working on the next one for for Three Elements. Uh, Firefighter Fit Endurance is going to start in August. It's basically going to be called the Dirty August WOD or WO Workout of the Day. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be the the series of – of uh, virtual events that you're going to have to complete uh, all of the entire series to be able to uh, uh, earn your patch um, and nice. shirt. So uh, more information will be coming on uh, our Instagram and our Facebook for firefighter fit endurance. And then um, we're also working on a podcast, uh, but it's a, uh, it's based off of uh, a manuscript I wrote called leadership from the fire line. And so it's going to base, it's going to be, Wildland fire, hotshot, smoke jumper um, related, um, but it'll all. It's going to be discussing teamwork, leadership. A lot of the things that I was bringing to uh, to uh, Spartan Endurance when I was with Kryptea, uh, a lot of those concepts that I was teaching everybody at Endurance, mm-hmm. those are the concepts that I pulled from my career in fire, and so those are the concepts that we're going to be discussing. So you know things that, mm-hmm. you know how how to be a better leader, how to be a better follower, how to be a good teammate, how to actually 
you know, um, implement the concept of teamwork. Uh, all of these things are going to get touched upon. Um, but it, it, it won't be, it'll be a very short, it won't be a long format. It'll be very short format. Uh, we're looking probably at about uh, five to nine minutes total. Um, so it's yeah. a very concentrated blast of information. So, um, so we're, we're, that'll be coming up here in the next couple of months. You get that done. You definitely send me the info on that. That sounds like someone I definitely want to listen to. I've, I've gotten into the, I never listen to the radio anymore. I listen to podcasts when I drive and I drive all over. So that's something I definitely want to listen to. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Perfect. All right. Well, um, if you guys don't have anything else, thank you both for coming in, um, or coming onto the zoom meeting. Um, (laughs) it's really weird. It seems like my whole life now is on zoom meetings. I found like the, you know, setups, my, I have a complete setup in the other room where like a, webcam where you can see me from like the knees up so that I can actually do like training on and safety. And it's so weird, but (laughs) I I never thought this would be my life, but it it is now. So, all right. Well, thank you both for coming in. Um, I hope to see you both um, on August 22nd, 23rd and yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah. Anytime. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.